Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. Our bit today comes from Psalm 145, verse 3. And that says, Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and His greatness is unsearchable. That means it's beyond our understanding. And then it was Wednesday, the middle day of the work week, another damp, cloudy day with just a hint of sunshine. You know, like what seems to be an oasis in the desert when you're out there dying from thirst. But it's actually a mirage, a figment of your imagination. Yes. But you know what? Thankfully, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is no figment of our imagination. He's no mirage but real flesh and blood when he lived here on earth. And we know that for a fact, because his sinless and holy blood was shed for all to see so that he could pay our sin debt in full. Glory be to the Jesus Christ, Savior and Redeemer of the sinful world. You are great and greatly to be praised for all you have done so selflessly for us. We praise and worship your holy name. Yes, friends, and in honor of Christ's majestic and holy name, today we look at Psalm 145, Brother David's great psalm of praise titled God's Unsearchable Greatness, which so beautifully and eloquently describes our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Please read with me. I will extol or praise thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. That's beyond our understanding. And that comes from Psalm 145, verses 1 to 3. And is it ever the indisputable truth, my fellow believers? Our God is great and greatly to be praised. And we can't truly understand him because, as he says, his thoughts and ways are so much higher than ours. And you can find that scripture in Isaiah 55, 8-9. But his word, his written word, does give us some insight into his marvelous character. And we do see enough of his marvelous works through the prophets and Jesus Christ to know that he's all-powerful, all-knowing, and ever-present. Thus, Brother David continues in the psalm, One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare... Would you believe I spelled declare wrong there? Ah, Lord. eh? Yes, and they shall declare thy mighty acts. And that comes from Psalm 145, verse 4. But let's stop there just for a while and consider, meditate and ponder on that verse. Do we really understand what it means? It means that it's our bounden duty to pass on the Lord's words, acts, and all his doings to the generation that comes behind us. In other words, to our children. That's how the story of our God and his greatness will survive. 
And that's how it survived for the last 2,000 years, by being passed down through word of mouth and positive actions from parents to children. Remember what Moses said to the children of Israel, read God's word? He said, and these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And that's taken from Deuteronomy 6, 6-7. Oh, my people, have you obeyed that command? Unfortunately not. Our generation has not done its job. We have not instructed our children sufficiently in the wonders, mercies, and loving kindness of our great God. That's why they are running around like chickens with their heads cut off, following every ungodly theory and idea. We have failed to give them the stable, solid, rock-like foundation that's only to be found in Christ Jesus. We haven't given them the wherewithal that has them positively focused, knowing exactly where they are going and with whom. But no, we were either too busy, afraid, or just too lazy to impart the wonders of Jehovah God to our children. So now they are easy pickings for any and every weird, evil, and ungodly scheme that springs up in this satanically controlled world. We have obviously not done or done sufficiently what Brother David says in the next couple of verses. That's, I will speak of or meditate on the glorious honor. That's the splendor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible or awesome acts. And I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly, that's eagerly, utter the memory of thy great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness. And that comes from Psalm 145, verses 5 to 7. <laughs> now, please tell me if those things are happening in our world today, at least to the extent they ought to be. Absolutely not. Men are not speaking of God's goodness and greatness. Instead, they are blaspheming his holy name and trying to rid our society of him. And we, his supposed followers, are not putting up a big and courageous enough fight to stop it. I believe that in this current hedonistic society, more people are turning away, turning away from God than are coming to him. And that certainly does not augur well for the generations to come. We have already allowed them to take the Bible and the Ten Commandments out of the schools and public places. And they are now inculcating a lot of nonsense, of lies and untruths in the heads of our children. What's next, eh? As supposedly true believers, ambassadors and agents of Christ Jesus, we should be putting up a more robust, determined, and demanding fight for our rights and privileges as Christians. And if you think that's a joke, just look around and see which group of people are losing their God-given privilege 
privileged the most is Christians. And the next move is persecution. Although we are supposed to be living in a supposedly Christian society, but that's no longer the truth either. So please, let's give our heads a shake and wake up and see the reality around us now. The enemy has mounted a very large and sophisticated war machine, and we need to stop it before it gets any further. That's our race on that, our reasons for being, to spread God's word. Remember the great commission that Jesus gave us before he parted this earth? He said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach or make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And we all know that comes from Matthew 28, 18 to 20. But tell me now, now, how many of us supposed believers can truthfully say we are seriously and sincerely carrying out that godly assignment? Eh? Merely a handful of our supposedly great numbers? And that certainly is not good enough, my fellow saints, if we expect things to change for the better. Remember, we are the only group who desires to see the world improve. That means we are the ones who have to get the ball rolling and keep it rolling. Because there are only two sides, you know, Jesus' side and the other side. And the other side seems intent on taking the world down to hell in a handbasket. Are we going to allow that to happen on our watch? I sincerely hope not. That means we have to get together, stop allowing the enemy to divide and conquer us, then mount an even bigger and more powerful campaign than the enemy to retake our world for our children and our children's children. And we can do it with the help of Jesus. If we would only get serious, stop being afraid, stop being lazy and lethargic, stop loving the things of the world, and begin truly seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. End of sermon. Yes. Uh, now, for those of us who are sincerely trying our best to live for Christ, let's go home declaring, yes, we spell declaring right there. Let's go home declaring our Wednesday whale, letting all and sundry know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus, as one voice, Wednesday, 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 I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, 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 thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. <coughs> Excuse me a second here. Yes, I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow, and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past. <coughs> oh, my throat's getting so dry. 
I'm not focusing on what has gone before, but my eyes are fixed straight ahead, straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. And now, friends, here's one more bit of encouragement. If we endure to the end with Jesus, then that promised future will be even more glorious than we can ever ask or imagine. So let's be wise and strong and endure to the end. Much love. And the postscript says, Stand up, stand up for Jesus, you soldiers of the Lord. And that's what soldiers have to do. Stand up for their leader and what they believe in. And by the way, there's another postscript here that says, Would you believe? <coughs> Hang on a minute, dear. Yes, would you believe I intended it to be short and sweet? But then's the breaks. Yes, for where the Spirit leads, I must follow. And it's good, though. Although it's long, it's good. Yes, so please read it and understand. And let's start living seriously for Jesus now, if we really mean to take back this world of ours. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.